Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 9th, and Eric, we're headed into the last week of the MAC football regular season. Thoughts? Uh, sad. Very sad. Thank you. Yeah, Jeremy's holding this mic up to me like we're, we're doing an interview, but no, I'm, I'm definitely sad. Uh, you know, these these weekends, you know, you, know, you come, become accustomed to them, I would say. You know, you get into a, a little routine of coming in you get to watch mac football on the weekends and and that's just what it is so uh it's gonna be sad to see it go but you know at the end of the day we got still got a championship to play so i'm excited for that as well yeah and we have a championship within a championship this weekend uh, a yeah. big one out in muncie as western michigan takes on ball state uh, i think all eyes will definitely be on that game uh to see who uh joins buffalo who has clinched the uh, East Division Championship, uh, you know, who Buffalo will be, who will face off against Buffalo is what I'm getting at here as I fumble on my words. Uh, so, yeah, that that's a big one. It's going to be a great game. Both teams have been playing very well this year, and I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for that one. No, I was going to say, absolutely. Two high-powered offenses and uh, two teams that, you know, they know what they're doing out there. It's not just, you know, getting lucky, making plays. It's it's two squads that know exactly what they're doing and how to how to play some quality, quality football. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see where that one could go. There's going to be, I mean, for us, there's no losers. We're going to win either way. Yep. So um, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm just uh, looking forward to who we're going to be welcoming to Detroit along with Buffalo. Yep. Uh, and, and that's always fun and, and uh, kind of declaring who, who clinched the championship. So I know we'll be glued to that one. Uh, you know, we have four other games, including that one to, to follow along on, on, on Saturday. And, and we'll another be action, doing so. action pack Saturday. Yeah. Another action pack Saturday. Unfortunately we lost the Ohio Kent state game this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but again, we're, we're adapting. We gotta, we gotta do the best we can do. And I know our schools are, and, uh, the we we've said it many times, but it, it comes down to the health of the student athletes and the, the coaches. And when when there's stuff where you have to shut down a game, you just have to shut down a game. And uh, I think we all knew that coming in to the season, and just knew that the protocols that had to be in place so that everyone's can can be as safe as as possible. So um, yeah, I mean that that game um, will will be a really good one. And then yeah, we got we got a lot of. Uh, we got a lot of things to do before heading up to the old Detroit, our old stomping grounds. Yes, sir. It's going to, it's going to feel good. I mean, it's not going to be the same. It's, it's never going to be the same as uh, when we usually go, but it'll feel good to be back in uh, Ford field. Uh, yeah. It always feels like a little palace when you walk in there and you know, it's, it's not how football is, is usually played, especially in the Mac, but you know, it's so it's nice to have a little spectacle behind our game. Sometimes it's, it's very nice. Yeah, and, and huge shout out uh, this afternoon. We announced, uh, you know, we have a presenting. I don't think we have we have a partnership, I should say, mm -hmm. with Rocket Mortgage. So now it's the Rocket Mortgage Mac Football Championship game. Uh, so wow. really excited about having that partnership with Rocket Mortgage. Uh, clearly, a company that does a ton. Uh, not just all over the country, but uh, you know, in in the city of Detroit, and that always gives back to the city of Detroit. So 
uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool that to have them on board with us. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a mouthful once again, yes, it, yes. that's always good to have a, have a, have a partner in this game. So again, you know, welcome to uh, rocket mortgage and looking forward to working with them, uh, as we move forward over the next, uh, it's a three-year deal at, at this stage in the game. And I was going to, I was going to ask you, Jeremy, I know things aren't going to be as normal when we go to the Mac championship, but what's going to be your favorite part? of going to Detroit this year. Is this outside of the game? Uh, I mean, I love the game. That's close without saying. Um, Favorite thing. uh, Well, you know, one thing I've never done while in Detroit, because we always go, you know, see the sites, get out in the town uh, is probably going to be like ordering room service. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. I can't remember the last time I had room service. So I know. Uh, I don't know if I've ever got. Yeah, gonna be gonna be laying low. Yep. Uh, in Detroit and staying safe and doing work in our rooms and. I was gonna uh, say I think it'll be good for us work wise. We'll yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Getting more getting more work done in a, in a shorter period of time, so that'll be good. Keep us oh. focused. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah. So that's what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was a, that was a good point. I always like staying in the, in the, in the Renaissance, you get a great view, uh, of the river and stuff and, and beautiful, uh, Windsor, uh, Ontario, um, usually. So, um, I don't know. I, I love, I actually love the rooms and stuff and staying in a hotel. That's, that's probably my favorite part. The last time I've stayed in a hotel was, uh, during our basketball championship. So, yeah, yeah, me too. um, yeah, yeah it's going to be weird to kind of go somewhere else um yep. after all this but it's going to be a good feeling to get to the field and to get our teams out there and and play for a championship so definitely looking forward to it um as we mentioned uh you know we have a big uh game this weekend between ball state and western uh today's guest is uh some someone that uh truly has a, a very unique story i feel and and just uh, a story of sticking with things and and um, not just physically, but mentally. And we're, we're bringing on uh, Ball State linebacker Brandon Martin with us today. Um, and, and I think uh, everyone will really enjoy hearing what he has to say about uh, kind of his process um, and, and getting over an injury and then kind of mentally and physically and, and what it will mean to play for a West Division title uh, this Saturday. Yeah, it should it should be a great interview. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, let's go ahead and bring you this interview with uh, Brandon Martin. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Uh, special guest with us today from Ball State University, Brandon Martin, linebacker on the football team. Brandon, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're uh, we're excited for uh, we got a, we got a big game ahead of us uh, for the West Division title between Ball State and Western Michigan, and so as part of our preview, wanted to uh, have you come on today and, and talk a little bit, not only about that, but uh, to also share a little bit about you on the field and off the field. So uh, again, we we appreciate you um, taking the time to to be here with us today, um, Brandon. Let let's just start off. You you guys are a team of um, a lot of mantras. Uh, we see the hashtags; they're they're all over the place. <laughs> and uh, you know the the one big one is win the weight, right? And uh, win the weight is something you guys have been doing. Uh, first, 
bring people up to speed kind of on your story. You had an injury last year, kind of how you've been coming back on that and kind of take us back to the end of 2018 until today. Yeah. So, um, just kind of my story. I mean, uh, you know, going back into, uh, 20, uh, 2019 with the with the injury and I had gotten injured uh, against Indiana uh, the first game of the season when we played in Lucas Oil um, and uh, I had surgery after that game and it was a uh, a long process to get back and uh, just obviously really um, grateful to be back with the team and then even coming into uh, coming into now with the season uh, just t- approach the season as um, trying to get back and want to be be back out there with the guys um, just. Uh, doing what I love with the people that I love the most. Um, So, you know, just wanted to totally um, embrace that and coming back and just really just embrace being on the field with my brothers again. And, um, you know, just happy to uh, be back out there with the guys for sure. And and kind of just expand, you know, what that time of your injury was like. I know we talk a lot about on this podcast, especially about, you know, the mental health uh, of, of student athletes. Just talk about kind of what you went through and how you kind of approached um, not only your injury, but your comeback. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, in the time where I was injured, mental health was something that I tried to focus on. I mean, you think about it, you spend so much time um, in preparation for a season. And then me, myself, I got injured the very first game. Um, you know, and it was definitely a difficult process. I mean, anybody who's been injured or been away from something that they love so much, uh, they kind of know that uh, it's, it gets difficult and you need shoulders to lean on and, um, you know, people to listen to you. Um, but to say that it was easy uh, physically, to say that it was easy mentally would, um, would, would not be right at all, you know. And I had the, uh, the great training staff um, for Ball State and then uh, just the mental uh, aspect of it, I tell the guys all the time, you know, uh, those guys have my back when I was going through one of the toughest times of my life. Um, you know, cause I had, uh, I've had two, I had two surgeries earlier in my career and, uh, you know, feeling, feeling really good. And then coming into this, uh, well, what have been, what would have been last year, um, in Indiana, it was, it was difficult, uh, to, to lose the season like that, but I have my, um, I have my guys to, to be there for me and, um, just super grateful for them. And, uh, and, uh, I said it before, I mean, I'm going out there. I just want to play uh, as hard as I can just to show my guys how much I love them. Um, and that's what Coach Stockton, uh, defensive coordinator, says all the time. You know, how you play um, is going to determine. Uh, you're going to see on film how much you love your brothers uh, by how you play. So, you know, definitely with the mental health piece of it, uh, those guys helped me out a ton. Um, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I was I was going to ask, we had um, D. Eskridge on, on the podcast last week, and he talked about him coming back from his injury, how he really had like a tight group of and a small circle of people that really like – he based his like comeback with um do you have like those certain few people that that really pushed you to that next level I mean yeah definitely I think um the guys who were in the uh in the training room dealing with injuries at the same time um those guys were definitely there to help me out and we shared our stories and uh shared just like kind of what we were going through because I mean we were in there all the time together rehabbing from our injuries and also uh one of the biggest uh I mean, two people that really impacted uh, my comeback a lot were uh, my mom. Uh, she's she's always been there for me a lot and kind of the uh, my role model. And uh, her being there for me was huge. And then also uh, Trey Utrecht, who was a uh, who was a guy on our team that uh, he suffered a, a car accident. He uh, 
he said he was in a severe car accident and um, he battled back uh, through his faith um, and battled back and he's back out there with us now. And, uh, you know, I, I leaned on those two uh, a whole lot. That's amazing. You know, you know, Brandon, we talk about your injury and how you bounce back with that, but we haven't even talked about, you know, the mental aspect that Eric brought up just a minute ago of, Hey, I'm, I'm bouncing back from this injury, doing everything I can. And, Oh, here comes this pandemic and it throws a huge wrench obviously into pretty much every, I mean, everyone in the country, the world uh, of what they do daily. Uh, you know, you're, you're a member of SAC um, and you, we always talk in the Mac about mental health, uh, you know, after bouncing an injury and being so ready to come back and play, and then this coming into play, just expound a little bit more on that mental health. And uh, you know, I know you use the no shame in my game, uh, thing on your on your uh, Twitter and probably elsewhere but um, you know what was that like with you and the guys and just being so ready to be out there and then have it kind of strip from you and then talk about what it meant to when we started football back up yeah I mean you kind of hit the nail on the head that uh, it does get extremely difficult it, it got extremely difficult and it was very difficult for me, like you said, just being ready to come back and then dealing with the pandemic and, and being away from the guys. But um, after the surgery, I kind of said, I mean, it was it was the roughest time of my life. And um, but with that being said, I kind of look back on it as as much of a negative as it was. It was an extreme positive as well, you know, and um, I think as athletes, sometimes we think about, you know, our identities and our identities being okay, we're a student athlete and that's, you know, that's what we do and who we are. And uh, through the surgery, um, I realized that like, I'm a student athlete. That's, that's what I do. And that's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about playing football and it's what I love to do, uh, but it's not who I am as a person. And I think the biggest thing that I took away from um, being out was, was noticing that. And it wasn't an easy process. It took me months and months uh, to realize, and you know, that I I, being a football player wasn't just my entirety, you know, and I, it took a little bit of time for me to, you know, sit back and realize that and, and, and love myself, even though, you know, I'm not, I'm not being able to be out there and playing football. So with that, I would say uh, that was a big thing for me. And then obviously it was, it was obviously frustrating, um, but we kind of use that as a motivator now, uh, or I use it as a, as motivation now, um, just trying to take something that was so negative and uh, turn it into a positive now. Sure. Well, you know, you're, you're definitely doing that. You're uh, ranked in the top 10 in the country in tackles per game. And then, uh, you know, you're, you're nominated for the Mayo Clinic comeback player of the year award. Uh, and I know that, you know, a lot of people, you know, you don't say you pay attention to awards or anything, but there's gotta be something that, that, that means something to you that you were able to bounce back from this and, and be nominated something for like that uh, after kind of this short season we're having. So, you know, just what are, what are your feelings when you're just even nominated for something like that? Yeah. I mean, obviously just extremely grateful and, and, and humbled to, uh, to be mentioned with, uh, with a lot of those, with a lot of those guys that are, are there, uh, returning back to, to play. Um, but, you know, that's just a, I always kind of look at, look at awards as, you know, you never do something uh, thinking about the award. You know, you, you usually just do what, do what you uh, just do what you're supposed to um, and do things to the best of your ability um, and go about things the right way with the right heart and the right mindset. And uh, 
it's cool to uh, to be recognized with a lot of those guys, definitely, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, even though you've had such great individual success this year, your team is also having a great year in the short season. Um, you guys are four and one right now. You get a chance to play for not only the the MAC West division title, but also the uh, the championship if you guys win. Just talk a little bit about the season, um, where you guys are at, and and what we can expect this weekend, and uh, if we see you guys in Detroit. Right, so obviously um, I'll focus I'll focus up to Western um, and playing them here on Saturday. But you know we've uh, we've just been trying to get better every week. You know we look on the, we look on film um, on Sundays and you you uh, you kind of look at players like oh man uh, you know wish uh, wish you could have did this better did this a little bit better. But it's always good to to come away with the wins. And after the loss um, at Miami, we sat down and we looked at each other and you know we understood uh, what we had to do and. Uh, you know, this is the most uh, most close knit group I've ever been around, and that's the that's what it really comes down to. Just as us as a family, we really want to be out there and produce, uh, not for necessarily ourselves, but for each other, and uh, just kind of giving our effort, uh, especially defensively. We always talk about um, just your effort, the way you run to the ball. Sorry, <laughs> the way you uh, the way you run to the ball and uh, show your effort on, on the, whenever you're on the field. That's going to show how much you love each other. And I know the offense uh, definitely definitely carries, carries themselves the same way, same way on special teams. I mean, just trying to play complementary football and going out there and playing as hard as you can uh, with the right technique and, um, you know, just for each other. Playing for each other is the biggest thing that uh, we've kind of uh, talked about as a leadership council and as a whole football team. You know, we've seen the uh, we see the tweets, we see the family stuff, we see the dob tweets, the hashtag Detroit or bust, and you guys are right there uh, with it for the taking. You know, there, there's nothing you can uh, wish for, I guess, as a Mac fan and and probably as a uh, student athlete for for a game to come down with such in implications before a championship game, you know, and right. and if you were to win, you got two like really big games back back to back and. One thing I love is uh, Eric and I were, were looking at all the uh, when you guys pose is like the the defense, like the the uh, little team photos there on the on the sideline and everything. I mean, that's what this is all about, clearly. And and you are definitely bringing that to life as as we're talking to you on on how much of a family and it it shows. I mean, when you guys are out there having fun doing what you love, uh, that's that's a great thing to see. Um, one thing that wasn't even on my list, but. Um, you know, you bring it up about what you learned about yourself and that you're more, uh, you know, they're just a football player more than a student athlete. Tell us a little bit about Brand Martin off the field. What do yeah, you like uh, to do? What do you like to do? What, what, what some things you get into? Yeah. So I mean, one of the biggest things, I mean, I love the outdoors. Um, and thankfully, thankfully uh, during quarantine got to be out and uh, my, uh, my workout facility was actually uh, the state park by my house. Um, so I was obviously out uh, at the state park a lot. Um, I like to fish. I like to go out and camp. Hiking is definitely something I'm really into. Uh, and then when I'm not doing that, I just kind of like to hang around with the guys, listen to music, um, play video games. Um, so yeah, anytime I'm not doing football, you can either catch me outside doing something outdoors or um, hanging with my dog, Bruce, um, or just hanging around with the guys. Yep. I was, I was going to ask, we heard your dog. What kind of, what kind of dog do you have? He's a he's an English lab. He's about a hundred pounds. Oh man! Yeah, he's uh, he's that's the a man. Yeah, that's <laughs> What's his name? Yeah. 
Bruce. His, his name oh, is Bruce. Bruce. He said Bruce. Yeah. 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 Well, you, you mentioned outdoor stuff. Do you have every, I feel like every guy who uh, says, Hey, I like to hunt and fish and that they like have a fishing story. You got to have one fishing story for us. Oh man. Well, I'll tell you, I only got into fishing like a year and a half ago because Curtis Blackwell, um, I went with Curtis Blackwell, Danny and Danny Penner up to, uh, Curtis's house up at a up at his farm, his family's farm, and um, I caught my first fish up there. Uh, so I, that's all. That's always a, a cool story because uh, didn't wasn't in, wasn't really into fishing uh, a whole lot, but just wanted to get into it and uh, went up there with those guys and caught my first fish up there uh, uh, up at the Blackwell Farm. So uh, that's always cool for me. Nice. It's always cool to look it's cool to look back on with Curtis and uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You, you mentioned uh, you went fishing with Danny. How cool is it to kind of see him, uh, you know, get his due in the NFL this year with the Indianapolis Colts? I mean, it's awesome. And, you know, you talk to anybody around Ball State, it's been around Danny. Uh, nobody deserves him more than that guy. Um, a, a tremendous leader for our program and uh, a guy that, uh, you know, paved the way for, for, for guys and showed us the way uh, how to operate. Um, so just awesome to see his success. And um, I know uh, he's continuing to work. He doesn't let any, he doesn't let any, what anybody says get to him. He's just going to continue to work. And uh, that's always how he has been, how he's always been. So it's good to see his success for sure. Yeah. A question we always like to ask people is just what it means to you to just play not only at Ball State, but within this conference. And, you know, you got guys like Danny, uh, and, and, you know, we can go list a ton of guys in the NFL making a difference. I mean, they're all over the place. You see some of the biggest names in the game come from the Mac, right? And, uh, you know, just what, what's your take as being part of this conference for, for now some time and, and being able to play and kind of uh, what you see out there on the field with, with the talent uh, that we have? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, just starting off with Ball State, Ball State was my, uh, my only offer. And I committed a week later um, to being a Mac, the Mac school in Indiana. Um, and you see a lot of these Mac schools, they take so much pride in being hard workers. Um, and so you, you see these guys go to the next level uh, and you see that they, they carry the same, uh, the same values that they had when they were in college uh, and being hard workers. So to see, the, to see um, a lot of guys from our conference go to the league and be successful, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's awesome. And then, you know, you go out on the field I mean, there's great players on great players on every single team. I mean, there's no, um, there's no, there's no slouches in this conference. And I know a lot of people kind of look down on Group of Five and the MAC conference, but there are players, uh, there are really, really great players on every single team in this conference. And uh, it's, uh, it's awesome to be out to go out and compete, compete against them every week. Did uh, did Coach New recruit you? So Coach New. Uh, Coach New got there the year that, um, in that winter, my the second half of my senior year. Okay. Um, yeah, but Coach New, Coach New came to my high school um, when he got when he got hired, and you know we sat down and talked, and um, he told me he was excited to uh, to to be there, and obviously having a guy that's uh, from Ball State is mm -hmm. huge to the program, and obviously um, having a guy that's an alumni is awesome. Uh, my mom went to Ball State. Um, so, you know, just, just super happy to have a, um, a great leader and I couldn't be uh, more happy to have him as my head coach. I mean, that guy's, um, uh, it's hard to describe, uh, for sure, but he's just, he's the man. I love him to death. 
I was uh, I was going to ask if you have any funny coach news stories that are that are good enough for the podcast. Oh, Safe man. enough. I could tell you, um, you know, and, and Coach New and I can look back on it now um, and, and laugh, but you know, there, there's a there's always that transition when young guys come into um, coming into college, you, you, you realize quick that how, how things operate are much different than how they operated in high school. And uh, you better be on your game at all times. So I just remember um, a time early in my career where uh, I was slacking at practice. I was walking around. I, w- I wasn't uh, carrying myself how I should as a um, ball state football player and the standard to, and the standard that he holds. And he let me know about it for sure. And uh, uh, we can sit back and laugh on it now, laugh about it now for sure. But, yeah, that would be that would be my my uh, funniest coach news story. Yeah, that's great. Well, Brandon, I, I um, you know another thing is is we talk about you off the field and, and kind of people getting to know you uh, as as not a student athlete necessarily. Uh, I, I'll get this whole title. Cor- hopefully, I get it all correct. But you were recognized by Ball State's uh, multicultural center with the uh, Marietta Taylor Rose Service Award. Um, you know, who, which goes to a, a student athlete uh, of color who's shown, um, you know, service in a variety of agencies and, and done some really cool things on campus and within the Muncie community. What's it mean to you off the field to be able to give back to the community and, and really give back to your campus? I mean, it means the world to me to be able to uh, do my best to, to give back uh, because this community um, and this university um, has given me so much more that I could ever think than when I from when I signed here um, as a high school senior. I mean, they've given me so much. So any opportunity that I have uh, to get out into the community to, uh, you know, shake a hand, share, share a smile, uh, share experiences with, with anybody in the community, I mean, I take it. And um, I really – that's what really matters to me. Um, you know, kind of like we were talking about, just, just being more than an athlete and um, just being out in the community and just showing, uh, showing how much uh, I care about a community that has uh, – you know, shown me so much in my life. Sure. And one thing about the community, we had um, Ish Elamin on uh, over the summer and just what uh, everyone was doing on campus, um, you know, with, with uh, everything with, with, you know, what's going on in our country. And were you part of part of that? And, you know, what was it like to be a part of that, um, you know, that, that march on campus? Yeah, I, uh, I was there. Um, I was there at the march with a, with a, group of my teammates and, you know, all credit goes to, uh, uh, to Ish for, you know, for setting that up and all those that are involved in setting it up, you know, um, just getting the Muncie community together to, to stand together and show um, some solidarity, you know, and uh, it was, uh, it, I mean, it was an awesome march and, you know, I had been to, uh, been to my fair share in Indianapolis as well. And, you know, just anytime you can get together with a, with a group of people and uh, stand side by side, um, and demand change, you know, I think that's powerful. And especially um, when you get people at a college university who are from, you know, uh, all around, you know, all around the Midwest, um, I think that's even more impactful that you can come together and uh, march for change. So I thought it was really cool. And uh, like I said, I mean, all credit goes to Ish for that as well. 
you know, it's obviously huge, you know, social change and racial change and every, everything going on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's big and it was really cool to hear his story. And, and by the way, shout out to him last night. He, uh, he put it on in the second half and overtime and uh, in a big win over NIU I was watching the game last night. So as I bring him up, I'm like, yeah, he's, yeah, nice. he's a little cold at the start of the game. And <laughs> turned it on. Yeah, shout out to Ish, man. Um, the last thing I have, which is uh, pretty cool, and I know you can't talk specifics, but um, there's there was a show uh, taped on campus, right? And you you uh, had the chance to meet David Letterman and uh, Peyton Manning, I believe. And uh, I know you can't go into kind of what the show is, but tell us a little bit about why you uh, had the chance to meet both of them. Right. So I got uh, I got uh, the opportunity through the team. Uh, to go and um, film the skit um, on campus with uh, David Letterman and Peyton and, and uh, had the skit at Frog. Maybe I know there's some clips out there now um, on ESPN where you see uh, Peyton uh, throwing the ball and hitting a can off Frog Baby's head. Um, so just meet, meeting those two, I mean, it doesn't get much better for an Indianapolis kid that goes to Ball State. I mean, meeting uh, Peyton Manning, who was my child – my childhood hero um, being a Colts fan growing up was obviously super cool. And then meeting David Letterman, who's a ball state legend. And uh, you know, my mom grew up uh, or my mom, when I was growing up, I know my mom watched him. Uh, she, she usually wouldn't let me stay up late enough to, to watch him, but um, being able to meet him and, and Peyton, um, it was the coolest thing. And, you know, you think about the guys, you always hear like when people meet their heroes or meet people that they've always looked up to that, you know, they're not what they expected, but those guys are just so cool and obviously so humble, man. It was, it was awesome. And this is part of that Peyton's place uh, segment that people are so, uh, you know, accustomed to know when, when he goes around. So that's kind of what we're talking about just for people out there. Um, Eric, I don't know if you have one more, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to ask with that, with that follow up growing up, a, a, a Colts fan, other than Peyton Manning is, is, do you have a favorite Colt of all time? Oh yeah, my uh, my favorite my favorite cult of all time was definitely Dwight Freeney. Um, I grew up I grew up a D lineman. I was always I was always pretty big growing up, so uh, always seeing always seeing Freeney with the spin moves um, every weekend on Sundays. I mean, you always went out uh, that next week in little league or that next Saturday, always trying to uh, craft your spin move and work your spin move like Dwight Freeney. Um, I remember even he used to have these forearm shivers um, and I would ask my mom for forearm shivers so I could look like Freeney. So yeah, that's my, my favorite that's cult awesome. of all time is definitely Dwight Freeney. Yeah. Sack master. Eric, do you have a favorite cult? I mean, we're both Browns fans. Yeah, I, but do. Do you have a, I do. You do. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, Marvin Harrison, like, yeah. the, the right, only yeah. person, like, I mean, growing up, that was like the one guy for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, Jeff Saturday. You can't, you can't Saturday. go wrong with Edge, right? Edge is the yeah. man. I mean, no yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's the one guy I was trying to think. Like, man, who would my favorite call? I mean, everyone loves Peyton, right? So, um, right. That's that's kind well, of a done deal. But um, no doubt. got TJ Carey now, right? That's a good. That's yeah. our guy. Yeah. Mac. Yeah. Mac oh, guy. Hi. Little Mac Love on there. Um, but yeah. Well, we're we're sorry as Browns fans that the Browns were able to get you guys this yeah. year. But that's all right. I will hold it. <laughs> we we we, we you've had your day. Let us have ours. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, 
Brandon, um, this was great. Uh, loved uh, hearing from you and your message and, and everything, uh, not just on the field, but off the field. Uh, you know, we, we wish you all the success uh, this coming weekend. And you never know, may see you in Detroit, um, kind of, we'll, we'll say a week from now, but a little after a week from now. And, you know, um, you know, best of luck to you guys. I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on and, and talking to me a little bit. Um, look forward to seeing you guys again. All right. Take yes, care. Good luck. Right, thanks. Bye. Have a good one. All right. We are back uh, again. Brandon, a uh, very impressive guy. Uh, everything he's done, not just on the field, but it, within the Ball State community and on campus is uh, yeah, he's got a great story. Yeah, absolutely. I love the phrase, uh, win the weight. Uh, I wish I would have thought of that phrase at the beginning of quarantine. I probably, probably would have done a lot more stuff, you know, maybe gotten in shape, maybe, uh, you know, worked on some things a little harder, but, uh, yeah, no, great, great guest. And, and I love what he's done in the community. It's, he's clearly a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we look forward to watching him out there, uh, this Saturday and see what happens. Uh, outside of that, as we wrap this up, um, what else, what else you got? We got some hoops going on, right? We've had some yes, hoops. Yeah, uh, conference conference play starting in hoops. Uh, yeah. I know you, you had a few games. We've we've only had uh, one until today. Um, we've but, had yeah. games. We they're all of our games. Right, right, all right. Of our games. But, well, you know, yeah. I know we we you handle the women's basketball side. I got the men's. Um, yeah, we had three. Max had three conference uh, men's hoops games. What about what about we have to talk about a forty to nothing oh, run yeah. for the Ohio men's basketball team over yeah. Cleveland State. What a what a year already it's been for <laughs> Ohio basketball in general. They're in I the mean, news every day. Can't keep I them know. out. It's Can't crazy. keep them out. It's crazy. Whether it's Jason Preston, who's everywhere, uh, uninterrupted. Um, <laughs> that was on yesterday. Uh, you know, all the segments he's done. And, and then I was looking at the score and you, I remember you sent me the picture. Yeah, like, is this yeah. right? Well, I saw it on the, I saw it. So one of our, uh, one of the basketball writers, I think tweeted it out and I was just scrolling through on Sunday and I saw it and I was like, there's no way there. That's not, that's not a real score. There's no way. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember sending it to you. It was amazing. We'll have to uh, we'll have to get Coach Bowles back on here at some point and yeah. uh, talk about that or bring it up because that's just I mean it's an NCAA record. No one's ever going yeah, on I don't, gone on I a don't... run like that. We also over the weekend, uh, Kent State goes to overtime with uh, yep. uh, ranked Virginia squad, uh, which Danny Pippen he hits a huge shot to send that one to overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our conference games, uh, you know, we've had Toledo t- uh, knocked off Eastern to to uh, start conference play on the men's side bowling green got a win at home over buffalo and then last night like i just talked uh to brandon about um ball state came back tied things up at the end of regulation and then went on uh 11 run to start overtime Jeez. and uh on the road to to be niu so you know um once this football season's over the action will not be stopping because we have you know Absolutely plenty not. of basketball uh that's going to be going on and Really looking forward to uh, – because I know the non-conference play is a little disjointed this year. Absolutely. I just can't really get wait till we 
really getting the thick of these conference games. I know. And where they're, they're teasing us a little bit with these games, these conference games here and there, you know what I mean? So they're a little more spread out than they usually are. Usually are. It's not always on one night. So it'll be interesting when things finally come together and, and can join and we actually get to sit down and watch some basketball. It'll be, it'll be a fun time. No doubt. Well, thanks again for everyone for uh, listening to today's show. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Call to Maction and uh, find our podcast uh, not only uh, you know on Apple and Spotify or on SoundCloud. Uh, so you know you all can your, you, all your DSPs. Yeah. Yes. DSPs. <laughs> so so feel free to uh, drop us a line on on Twitter or our, our normal account, our personal accounts. And, uh, you know, we look forward to talking to uh, you all again soon. So until then, get some action. Nice.